This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, Saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. We've been working through the last few verses of the section in Ephesians 6, starting at verse 10, where we are encouraged to be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power and to put on the armor of God. Paul here is talking about power of the Spirit and the protection that is afforded us by the things of God. Why? Well, because we have an enemy, because we're at war. In verse 12, he says, We do not fight against flesh and blood, but against rulers and authorities and cosmic powers over this present darkness, spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. We are a people at war. When we become Christians, we are enlisted in the army of God. We are signed up for the warfare of God. And Paul recognizes the reality of the unseen world. And this is where the war goes on. This is where it is being fought. We have the armor because we are in the army of God and we have an enemy who is, as it were, a spiritual army. And Paul, I think, uh, employing these metaphors that are military, I think is thinking in terms of the enemy forces as being an army. And he uses these different sort of uh, categories of rulers and authorities and cosmic powers and spiritual forces. Uh, Some might think that they're synonyms, but it's possible that they represent a sort of hierarchy, a military kind of structure with a kind of a field marshal or general at the top and then working down through the officers and then through the enlisted and through the ranks and so on. And Paul is quite descriptive here. He's talking about a wrestle, a struggle, a fight, uh, a contest that we find ourselves in. The Christian life is not all, you know, picking daisies with the sun shining on us. It's, It's battle. And many people get taken out, I think, early in their Christian life because they forget that we are called up and enlisted in the army of God, that we are at war until the Lord returns, that we're part of his kingdom that is advancing and that will be opposed, that is pushing back the powers of darkness, uh, which seek to push back on God's kingdom of light. Paul talks about the present darkness. This is darkness that is opposing the light of God. And when it uses this sense of darkness, it, it's, it conveys a sense of the, the sinister, of, uh, of deception and lies and what the wrong that goes on in the night. Spiritual forces, he says, uh, they're spiritual 
it may be played out in the natural, but behind the natural is the spiritual. These are created beings, perhaps fallen angels. We, we don't know. Scripture has a veil over these things. And be careful to dig too deeply and want to be too careful in, in defining and articulating exactly how many and what they are and how they are. Paul never does that. These are big brushstrokes, but he says it's the spiritual forces spiritual, that are active behind the natural. And then he says that they are evil, evil, wicked, undermining God's good, and that they're somehow in the heavenly realms. That may mean spiritual, uh, but Paul here has a sort of schematic that there's, there's this other realm. It's not just where we are and how we are here in the natural on our planet, but there's a dynamic, there's a spiritual level in that heavenly place. And it seems that this battle is coordinated with malevolent intent to oppose God. And we're not to be ignorant of it. We're not to be fascinated. We're not to be intimidated. But we need to be aware and we need to be engaged. And whilst the reality is that it's a spiritual enemy and a battle in the spiritual heavenly places, nevertheless, it is fought out and played out in the natural, in flesh and blood. Our, our enemy is not people, and it's not structures and organizations per se. They're not personified evil. They're human things, human institutions, human people. But it's behind them that there are powers calling the shots, pulling the strings, directing, dictating, and determining in an attempt to subvert God's cause. The enemy seeks to establish his kingdom against Christ's kingdom to ape Christ's rulership, lordship, kingship. And I think he does that all over the place, in every place. He's looking for every opportunity through every person, but particularly through powers and institutions that in and of themselves may well be good, or at least neutral, but he seeks to, as it were, co cooperate with them or operate through them. And whether it's businesses, institutions, whether it's the big brushstrokes of arts or politics or personalities or uh, academia, to infiltrate, to control, to undermine, to disseminate his um, antichrist uh, intentions. And Paul wants us to be alert. He wants us to be aware. He doesn't want us to be afraid. He wants us to be armed. He wants us to be armoured so that we, we understand what's going on. And here is Paul, and he is a prisoner. And he's there partly because of the persecution that has come his way uh, through the Jewish authorities opposing his gospel, because of the uh, arrests by the Romans, and here he is awaiting trial under Nero. Ultimately, he's going to be uh, beheaded for his faith in Christ. 
but he's not saying, look at this evil Nero, look at this evil Roman Empire, look at this evil spirit that is working through this Antichrist figures within um, part of Judaism. He's not saying that. He's saying, look behind, look above, and recognize the spiritual entities and spiritual power and the spiritual conflict. And we as Christians have found ourselves in that, but we're not on our own. Christ is with us. His spirit is with us. His armor is there to protect us. And we can stand, stand, and withstand. And when we come back, we'll be thinking about the particularities of that armor that is given to us. But let me just pray. Lord, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you're with us. Thank you that you're for us. Thank you that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Thank you that you have overcome the the world. Thank you that you have defeated and disarmed the demonic. Thank you that you are Lord and you reign on high. And we pray today for your peace, for your protection, for your power. And we pray that we might be aware of what's going on and attentive to it. And we may be able to walk in the power of the Spirit and in the armor of God and see your kingdom, not just standing and withstanding, but advancing. In Jesus' name, amen.